0: As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. ba da -ba ba ba Hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile. And I know it's hard to believe Mint can be any good for just $15 a month. So let's ask Wasim Iknabi, one of Mint's first customers, if he has any issues with Mint.
1: No, the services have been great.
0: And under my ownership, it's going to get even better. How? No clue.
1: Still $15 a month though, right? Yep. To learn more and see our logo, go to mintmobile.com slash Spotify.
0: New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh,
1: we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top.
0: Atomic batteries to power. Four.
1: Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two.
0: Roger. Ready to move On, on my mark. One. Let's go.
1: This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir
0: and BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now.
1: All right, welcome into the Lowdown Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network presented by DraftKings. I'm your host Drew. I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. BJ, the last episode of season two is upon really? us, but we really? have no shortage of things to talk about. I know. Yeah, it sure came do. fast. 50 episodes? I dude? can't
0: believe it, man. Man. It feels like we like just this... started this season, like, last week.
1: I know. Time flying by. Time flying really by on did. us. But like I said, no shortage of topics to talk about today. Still got a BJ's mm-hmm. best, what's on Drew's mind, yeah. and some topics in the NBA and the WNBA to talk about. And of course some with it or quit it but like i said last episode on the season (laughs) shout out to everybody coming through in the chat on youtube appreciate you guys coming through last episode of the season let's make it a good one bj are you ready to go
0: pitter patter let's get at her drew
1: let's get it let's go all right bj on the nba side of things this is going to be kind of a a heavier note than than usual Um, but yeah. this one, we're going to be talking about Mr. The Great Bill Russell. Absolutely. Bill Russell passing this weekend at the age of 88, a basketball icon and one of the best to ever do it, average 15 points a game and 22.5 and rebounds a game, along with four assists and 11 championships in 12 seasons, BJ. Nothing short of an icon on the court and a mogul off of it, but uh, starting with his basketball ability, BJ, he's, he's often in that top 10 discussion, uh, not necessarily put in the greatest of all conversation but still a consistent top 10 when you're talking all timers and he was for sure and will wilt would attest to it if he was still here to this day as well that he was one of the greats
0: well and that's the question that you know we we go through generation after generation and we argue i mean this is the 75th anniversary season of the nba that just concluded of course what is what what do we look at as you know what constitutes being the greatest of all time. Certainly we made the argument and people have done this in the past that rings rings have definitely got a place in, you know, the argument for who would be the greatest player to ever play. And if you go by rings solely 11 titles in 12 years, that puts Bill Russell right up there. Now I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying that, I think of him as the greatest of all time, but he is no less than the top 10 player of all time. His contributions, this is even more so, Drew. I think you said 12 years. I see 13 seasons carrying the Celtics to the NBA finals 12 times in those 13 years and winning it all but once. That's just insane. And, of course, you remember the last two that they won. He was a player and he served as the first black coach in NBA history.
1: And wasn't that one loss to uh, that guy that's on that logo of the NBA?
0: I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, Jerry Mr. West, Jerry. Mr. Jerry West.
1: If I'm getting my years right, I'd have to have his. That was
0: in the 60s, I think. So. Yeah, I
1: think so, because Bill was always the one beating Jerry in the yeah. finals. Lakers versus Celtics. I believe that was Jerry's. Uh, yeah. His crack through there beating Bill one time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely an, an icon on the court, man. I mean, he he was, he was one of the greatest and, you know, he's, he's, you know, probably, ah, oh man, you probably mark him down easily as the greatest Celtic of all time. Yeah. Um, There are yeah. other Celtic greats, but I mean, this is the yeah. guy that comes to mind immediately all the time. And, you know, he just personified greatness and he wasn't just, you know, a guy that played basketball and who was good at it. He was a basketball mind too. Yeah. He liked to pour into the, the other players of the game, the Kobe Bryants, the Tim yep. Duncans of the LeBron, world, he even, even Magic, LeBron, Larry. he mentored a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as well. Larry, yeah. Magic, you said. Magic even uh, even saying that the NBA should retire Bill Russell's number six across the league now yeah. uh, that he has passed uh, to pay homage to Bill.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's... What... It... Go ahead, sorry.
1: No, oh, you, you're good. Go ahead.
0: I'll, all I was going to say is, you know, we talked about, you, you talked about the legacy that that he has and, and how much he continued to watch film, how much he was still a part of the game of basketball every year. It felt like, except for, you know, a certain few exceptions, he was always there when the finals were over giving away that, you know, finals MVP trophy. You get to see that iconic shot of Dirk with, with Bill Russell and, and just how much that you know, he affected the game, how much he watched and, and knew like, he could see the greatness that were, was in certain players that, you know, because they were almost just like him. He talked about, I, I think you posted that clip of him talking with Kobe and, and how he saw the same yep. things in Kobe that he saw in himself and, and what, yep. you know, what was his motivation to, to excel on the court and, and off of it as well. and And just, you know, you, we could spend we could spend more time than we've got left in this show yeah. talking about how much Bill Russell affects the game and, and how much he will be missed because that's just the kind of impact he had. He is He was a phenomenal basketball player and even more of a phenomenal guy on and off the court.
1: And unrelated, but I just noticed this nice shirt, by the way, Tom and Jerry. And uh, to Cam's point there, not just that, he did off the court things as well a lot. Uh, He was involved in Bill Russell. He marched with Dr. Martin Luther King, spoke out against segregation in Boston Public Schools and uh, backed Muhammad Ali uh, during all those times back then as well. So, I mean, he he was everywhere. I mean, he was a mogul and... He was he was an impact guy, you know, not just on the court, but very much so off of off of it. And uh, he was, but, he you call him a hero, man. I mean, yeah, he was he was big time, and he was like you said, uh, one of the first. He was the first black uh, coach in the NBA.
0: Yeah, and and you talked about just his contributions on the court. We we talked about this at the start. Until Michael Jordan came around, I think everybody throughout the first fifty years of basketball had Bill Russell as the greatest player of all time. When you talk about what he did, five-time MVP, 12-time All-Star, all but one of his seasons, Drew, he was an All-Star. All, er, er, every season but one, he was in the NBA Finals, had over 21,000 rebounds in his career. So that's averaging almost it's like 22, 23 rebounds a game. He led the league in rebounding four times. He had games where he was getting 40, 50 rebounds even, uh, he posted twelve straight seasons, Drew, with a thousand or more rebounds. He also averaged over fifteen points and four assists per game in his career. It's that's remarkable, especially for that era of basketball. Because if you go back and watch that footage, it's not like what JJ Reddick said, where they they were all farmers or or you know, you know, plumbers out there on the court or <laughs> and whatever. Mailmen. Yeah, mailmen. They they were some really good players. It was a different game. And he was still, he still. You put him in the game today, Drew, and I think he would be just as successful. I mean, I think it'd be tougher for him to do oh. what they would be. I let me finish. He's getting a I think of championships
1: it would, in the game.
0: Today. I, I was just about to say, I think it's gonna be tough. It would be tougher in today's game to do what they were able to do. Oh yeah, and in, in getting there. But I mean, if a player like LeBron can make it that many times in a row to the finals and and still not get to, to the level that Bill Russell was at. That just shows you how tough the game is. I think Bill Russell would be up there with LeBron in terms of his abilities to make it to the finals in in today's game if, if he were playing right now.
1: Okay, that's a that's nice praise for Bill right there. I mean, that is. I Absolutely. mean, it's a tough feat no matter what area you're in. I mean, 11 championships in that yeah. amount of time is just unprecedented. I mean, it's it's, just it's more...
0: tied for the most by any athlete among the four major sports organizations.
1: Um, oh yeah, and no one will ever achieve it either no one will ever tie it no one will ever eclipse it no that is one of those that will never be surpassed ne- next and, closest
0: in nba history is, is his teammate sam jones and yeah. he's long retired i think he might be dead too actually
1: i do believe that he has passed before yeah. bill already so i think so but bill bill made it to 88 you i mean i yeah.
0: didn't
1: didn't think i'd get to see as much bill russell as i have i you know, know to be honest you know he's Uh, You know, just look. You know, old for a while, but he's actually looked like the same degree of old for a good while, which is kind of you know stellar. Black don't crack. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But uh, you know, Bill out there, just he's presenting. You know, every year, you know that uh, Finals MVP trophy, and I think except for the COVID year and this past season, yeah, uh, he's he's presented every time. So I mean, you know, he's 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 stood the test of time, made it 88 years of life, which is remarkable, and. You know, he'll, he won't be forgotten in this basketball world.
0: No, he, he will not be. And I, I found this interesting. This is from a New York Times article in 2011 about him. He said, I was an innovator. I started blocking shots, although I'd never seen shots blocked before that. The mm-hmm. first time I did that in a game, my coach called timeout and said, quote, no good defensive player ever leaves his feet. Well, when you've got the size that Bill Russell had and you can get up as high as he could get up, I, I think the coach realized that it's probably best just to let him do that because they're not going to score on Bill Russell.
1: Right. Bill, Bill Russell, big time, dude. I'm still continuing to look at the, uh, you know, the things about Bill here. Bill being, you know, Bill, Bill quote, Bill Russell was a pioneer as a player, as a champion, as the NBA's first blackhead coach and as an activist. Uh, Jordan, now the chairman of the Michael Jordan, Mm -hmm. chairman of the Charlotte Hornets, said in the statement, he paved the way and set an example for every black player who came into the league after him, including me. The world has lost a legend. My condolences to his family and may he rest in peace. And uh, BJ, speaking of that activism, uh, Bill Russell was awarded the Medal of Freedom by uh, former President Obama back in 2011, the nation's highest civilian honor. And in 2017, the NBA awarded him with its Lifetime Achievement Award.
0: And I didn't realize this, Drew, that it's not been that long that the MVP trophy of the NBA Finals was not named after him. I thought it had been long before 2009 that it was named. 2009? That was yeah. it? That's really? What was it named before? Uh, I don't believe it had a name. I think it was just really? the NBA Finals MVP award. It was oh. not named for him until 2009. He never won it himself because it was not awarded until 1969 after he had retired. But uh-huh. he had presented it many, many times. He didn't present it in 2020 because of the bubble. And then he also yeah. didn't get to in 2021 or or earlier this year. Um, the last time he actually presented it was in 2019, 2019. to Kawhi Leonard. Hmm.
1: That's yeah. crazy. Crazy to think about. Um, hmm. Bill Russell, man. An all-timer. One of the greats Absolutely. for sure of the game, uh, BJ. And do you think that, uh, you think the NBA is going to retire his number six?
0: If they hadn't done it by now, Drew, I, I don't think they're going to, I think they, there's an argument that they should, but I, I don't know if the NBA is really going to, to do that. We've seen that in other sports where, where they've retired, you know, they've retired a certain number across every team, especially we talked about in baseball I think Bill Russell is probably the one player that would deserve it more than any other NBA player just because of his contributions to the game, his success on the court, and and just what he did off the court and what we talked about here in in this first part of the show. How much he meant to this world and and the game of basketball itself, he, I feel like, would be the best argument for if they ever did retire a number league-wide. More so than Jordan, more so than LeBron russell
1: and bj his his uh his presence was not only felt in the basketball world but you know other sports alike you know even football and bill belichick bill belichick Mm -hmm. saying quote he's a big patriots fan and gave us a lot of support he was just a tremendous person to talk to i've learned an awful lot from bill russell very fortunate to have had a relationship with him said bill belichick so uh, spread out throughout the sports world anybody coming up playing sports you know not just basketball you know most people know about bill russell definitely people who cover the game of basketball um and and know how iconic he is because anytime you're talking goat or your or people are making top 10 lists you're seeing bill russell's face yeah you're seeing bill russell's face and you talk about championships you talk about bill russell talk about bill russell
0: it, so. it was not just limited to the patriots drew i don't know if you saw this but On Sunday, I believe, uh, after the news came out, Fenway Park Red Sox honored Bill Russell. They had a moment of silence. And I thought that was, I thought that was just very touching.
1: Yeah. It's, it's awesome when teams do that. It's awesome when teams do that. I believe the Rangers had a moment of silence for Ted, uh, uh, Nichols Payne.
0: Yeah. I think you're right.
1: That's awesome right there. But yeah. Um, Rest in peace to the, the great Bill Russell, a great career, a great uh, individual and activist. And, you know, he'll definitely be missed in the basketball world and, and support community and just in life yeah. in general. Um, but uh, now time to uh, take a quick pivot over to uh, Mr.
0: BJ's best,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Well, Drew,
0: I've got a couple things here. I think okay. I'm going to hold off on one thing because this is the 50th episode here in season two also our That's last right. episode. That's and right. so I, I had something in mind for this segment and I'm going to come back to it here in just a moment, but I wanted to play this clip. I think we've talked about this before. I think this might be the worst take by either one of us in season two. I'm uh, just going to present it without context here uh, uh, other than to say this is from episode 21.
1: BJ, mark my words right now. And you know, I would just – there's big screen it. All right. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Let me say it one more time. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going to the Eastern Conference Finals,
0: period. Wow. Wow. And that will do it. The Atlanta Hawks are going back to playoffs. And they do it with an inspiring – <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. I, hey, I
0: i had uh, i had to give us something to laugh about because i'm i'm about oh, to bring man. the mood down again unfortunately
1: yo but, hey it's all because uh, jared allen got hurt mark my I, words I,
0: that's I know. the problem I, I didn't say it wasn't but i just think Jeez. looking back at some of our our best moments from across season two uh and i you know we'll we'll try to get some more of this uh in between that dude had seasons a nice beard, here by the way oh, thank you I'm probably oh, gonna man, let me, it grow man, off for
1: in that clip not you yeah <laughs> well hey
0: this not is this too, one's too nice too anything I've ever had so <laughs> i'm probably gonna let it grow off for another week or so uh and then I'm probably gonna trim it up again anyway no That's so uh I'm probably probably gonna have some more clips here uh in between seasons when we before we get ready for season three we're gonna try to oh, get buddy. some more of our favorite episodes or not episodes, but our favorite moments from season two back out there. I, I, I we, We've talked about it and just seeing it again, it, it brings, it almost almost brings a tear to your eye. Uh, but anyway, so I, I tried to find my worst take. We didn't have video of it. We do have audio. We're going to get that in, in the uh, compilation at some point. But all right, so I'm going to shift gears and – you know, this is not necessarily BJ's best, but this, since it's my segment, this is Ooh, what I, I wanted make to talk guess. about. So, last night, the it, it's not just a loss for the baseball world, but I the sports this. world as a whole. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. So, Vin Scully, uh, longtime Los Angeles Dodgers announcer. Uh, passed away. He was 94. Like I said, I'm going to bring the mood down again. Um, Drew, you and I are both, you know, in the world of of play-by-play broadcasting. And often this this man is called the greatest to ever do it, regardless of, of sport, because it was not that he was just a baseball broadcaster. He did football. He did golf. I think he even had a couple of uh, basketball games every now and again. I, I, I can't remember for sure, but I do know for sure NFL, MLB, and and golf as well. Um, so he he passed away. He was ninety four. Um, he spent nearly seventy years as the play by play voice of the, of the Brooklyn and then Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, and so, you know, for me, the way that how I see this is this was. This was my icon. This is who I wanted to be. This is why I got into the field of sports broadcasting. I'm sure there are a lot of people that, that would say the same thing about Vin Scully. It was not just that he was a great announcer. He was a great person, just a great man. Uh, everybody always talked about him as a gentleman. And you watch him on air, or you, well, you listen to him, whether it was on the radio or on TV, and he had a way of connecting baseball past to now. he He retired only about six years ago, drew at the end of the 2016 season. But this is a guy that talked about he you talk about piecing generations of, of, of baseball fans together. he He was friends with and and saw Jackie Robinson play. He, he got to see all those old Brooklyn Dodgers teams of old, Gil Hodges, you know, uh, Roy Campanella, Sandy Koufax, Kirk Gibson, all the Dodger greats, even up to Clayton Kershaw. This is a guy that was the voice for all those Dodger years, all those Dodger teams for nearly 70 years. And so I found this list of some of his most iconic calls, and I, I wonder – Drew, because you are not as big into baseball. We've, we've kind of talked about that. You, you know the, the game and everything like that. But I wonder how many of these you're familiar with. So I'm going to start off with one that's not baseball. I'm sure you've heard in the NFL of the catch, right, Drew? Yes. You know, Vin Scully called that. That was Vin Scully on the call of that game. The Dwight Clark caught it in the back of the end zone to give the Niners the win to send them to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game in 1982 for the Cowboys. Man, uh, you We're know,
1: Cowboys pain. I didn't need that BJ. I don't. I don't <laughs> either.
0: But you talk about an iconic NFL moment. There, yeah. there's certainly you know few that stand above that. Um, so here's a list of some of the 10 most memorable baseball calls. I'm not going to play audio. Of Vin Scully, but um, you can find this list. This is from CBS Sports. Don Larson's perfect game, the only World Series perfect game in MLB history, was in 1956, and Don Larson of the New York Yankees threw it um, against the Brooklyn Dodgers. Vin Scully was on the call for that. That shows you, just going back, 1956, he, he was calling games.
1: And he's old. Oh, sorry. Just kidding.
0: Yeah, oh, he was he was ninety-four. Our um, parents
1: weren't even born.
0: Yeah. Um he also called Sandy Koufax's perfect game on September 9th, 1965. This is he, he um Scully actually got to call three perfect games in his career. He called Ooh. the Larson perfect game in nineteen fifty six, the Sandy Koufax perfect game, and then he, he called a perfect game in nineteen ninety one by Dennis Martinez.
1: Jeez, 25, yeah. wait, no, 35 years later, he yeah. caught his first and his last.
0: Yeah. I think. It's, it's oh, insane. It, it really is insane yeah. to, to think about. Um, but not only that, I know this one will will be uh, one that you will like very much. Uh-oh. So, on April 8, 1974, Henry Hank Aaron broke the all-time MLB home run Record with his 715th career home run. Yeah, and he did so against the Dodgers. And Vin Scully
1: Hammering was on
0: the air. air and calling the game for Dodger Radio. And there is video of, of, of Vin Scully where he he calls the home run, and then he shuts up. He does not say anything for a, two or three minutes, Drew, just to hear the roar of the crowd, the yeah. excitement, the energy. And when he does come back, he's so eloquent. He just puts it into context of how much that moment met in MLB history, not just for MLB history, but you think about, this was, this was the early seventies, Drew. And this was a, this was a black man breaking a white man's record in the deep South. And, you know, that was not always something that would have been cheered about in Atlanta. And just to be so poignant to realize how much this meant in the scope of this nation's history. Uh, That is still a a call that would give you goosebumps. Uh, So I got a few more. These are some World Series calls. He called the 1986 World Series and uh, a classic game six between the Mets and the Red Sox. And the way it ended, you, you you watch baseball highlights and you hear little roller up along first behind the bag. It gets through Buckner here comes night and the Mets win it and just something about it. And then he, he doesn't say anything and lets the crown do the talking. That's the biggest thing. I think when you talk about Ben Scully is that he knew the right moment when he shouldn't be talking. So there's a couple more. He had the 1988 world series, Kirk Gibson's iconic home run in game one against the A's. He also had, um, I believe he actually had—he uh, was doing radio of this at this time. Uh, that's a great point that Cam made as a Diamondbacks fan that he would go out of his way to hear Vin Scully, and I would too. This was before, you know, he, he retired in 2016. But every chance I got, I didn't have a way of watching out of market games, but every chance that MLB Network was showing a uh, a Dodger game that Vin Scully was calling, I was glued to the TV. I was watching and just listening and just enjoying the treasure that was Vin Scully. And so here's a couple others that uh, he called. He actually called the uh, winning world series home run in 1993 from Joe Carter. And he also got to call Clayton Kershaw's no hitter in June of 2014. This was his last no hitter that he ever called. So you talk about 1956, he called a world series perfect game 2014, he gets to call another no hitter, and he called 18 of them in his career, uh, and he retired on October the 2nd, 2016. It's just when you talk about how many moments in this in the game of baseball that he was for
1: uh, i think you mentioned a couple of periods in there one of the dates was 1956 and then you just said 2014 good lord the yeah. gap <laughs> yeah and like just the like, years of calling you know games and just yeah. so many things and so many yeah. iconic moments is 67
0: crazy. years 67. 67 man some people yeah.
1: don't make it six seven years on this earth that's no that's crazy stuff dude that's yeah, yeah. he's an icon for sure he's yeah. universally loved. um heck yeah man Great stuff.
0: Great stuff. Oh, hey, I didn't mean to bring the mood back down again. No, but I no, I just no, I, mean... I, I had to say something because I've I i do not know what I'd be doing right now if it weren't for Vin Scully and a couple others that I don't know if I've talked about or, or if I will talk about on in this platform, but you know, one of the main influences in why I'm I, I got into, you know, the broadcasting field. So I, I had to bring it up.
1: That's a that's a good one, BJ. Good BJ. Well, thank
0: you. I appreciate that. I and much that's appreciate it. It's it's a good way for the end of season 2. I I mean, what else how how much better can you get than an a man that inspired me to be a part of the show even.
1: Right. And if y'all don't know, BJ is good at what he does, ladies and gentlemen. Well,
0: hey, I I appreciate that. I don't know how good I I truly am. I'm certainly not Vin Scully level, but maybe one day, if, hey, if one... somebody says that about me, it beyond when I when I go to the great beyond, that's the highest be, honor. Yeah, that would be yeah. an honor that I couldn't even comprehend. Yeah, dude. Hey, it's gonna happen. Oh, hey, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Know what so else much.
1: is gonna happen? Lightning Lee Murray wanted to be world champion in the UFC. He just happens to be involved in the largest cash robbery in the world. He's definitely not sane. <laughs> Showtime Sports presents the unbelievable true story about the MMA fighter who pulled off one of the largest heists in history. Huge amounts of money, armed gang, disguises, kidnapping. This is the sort of thing you see in Hollywood films. We've never seen that for real. Catching Lightning, streaming now, only on Showtime, streaming with Paramount+. There's all that action at DraftKings Sportsbook, BJ. Yes, People sir. People are betting like crazy. Uh, WNBA championship, you know, things like that coming around the corner. Uh, baseball playoffs coming up, you know, lots of things to bet on. MVPs and whatnot. Uh, especially this summer, there's tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, all those sports I just mentioned, those those awards that are Right around the corner, you can feel your fandom, feel the heat of the season like never before. Right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, they're giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, you can make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you can get another chance to cash that in.
0: Absolutely, Drew. I mean, you said it right there. You were talking about all the action that's coming up. Don't forget, Drew, we have football. We have a football game this week. It is tomorrow night. If you're catching this on Friday, I'm sure you can catch the highlights of what you missed, but the NFL's Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio is tomorrow. If you want to bet on that for whatever reason, more power to you. But if that's not your style, don't worry. There's still some golf tournaments that you can get in on the action. There's some MMA fights. I think we had a UFC fight last week, and I don't know when the next one is coming up, but UFC, and of course baseball, all that action, there's a big showdown in the NL East and the NL West this weekend that you can put some money on. Two first and second place teams battling it out in New York between the Mets and the Braves, and in LA between the Dodgers and the Padres. Those are going to be some great series, and DraftKings is going to give you the ability to bet on whatever you'd want with those same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over unders, and prop bets. Those options feel endless. And best of all, Drew, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you like.
1: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details all right drew i know i've asked this a couple times this year and i i plan to ask it a few more times as we keep going along obviously you we talk about prop bets and and college bets you know college football season's coming up uh here in in a few weeks from now but that's beside the point drew what's on your mind for this episode of the loadout
1: well, for this episode in particular, BJ, I was going to go with another national holiday that happens to be going on on this Wednesday, but I did not. Really? Well, it's not really? a national holiday, but a hey, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag national watermelon day is today, but I opted out from that because there's another hashtag that, you know, I might have to fall in line with, you know, but after I finish, you know, these other shows. But okay, today, what's on Drew's mind is... Hashtag cancel Netflix, BJ. Really? It's been trending all day long, and the people are furious. The people are furious. There's been an uproar. Netflix knocking out multiple shows really? uh, over the course, uh, you know, of, of time lately, and most recently canceling a show that people think
0: deserved another chance for another what, season. What, what they cancel this time? They
1: canceled First Kill.
0: I'm not familiar with it. First
1: kill. A lot of people literally in an uproar. You know, the craziest thing about this mentioned today, BJ, is when I saw this initially, it was a quoted tweet, and someone was saying that, First kill wasn't that good, so I was like, hmm, "What is? What's the real beef then? If they're taking it off, it wasn't good." And then I go into it to the hashtag cancel Netflix, and everybody is like, "No, it didn't deserve this. Neither did these other shows. It deserves another chance." Uh, people are mad at Netflix, saying they uh, they, they mistreat their uh, the, the mistreat the lesbian crowd, um, mm. and that they deserve better. Oh okay. Um and that the uh, first first kill deserved another chance in another season, uh that it's a waste of everyone's time to keep making one season unfinished shows. Fans yeah, are furious. I I would because- agree
0: with that. If if you're going to only plan to do one season, just do a movie. I I think that would probably be better
1: right or just like stick with something or give it another chance like instead of just canceling after one season yeah uh, people are debating canceling their entire netflix plan which you know some people were thinking about anyway because the content on there wasn't too great you know aside from stuff that people have seen already um, but like the new stuff was not you know worth keeping and the quality of the experience of video went down and the price went up so it was already questionable whether you should have it anyway but now they're there, everybody's in an uproar to cancel. it. Everybody's po- posting screenshots to cancel their membership immediately, uh, hmm. effective as you know that the renew date is supposed to be coming up. I see one on here that's supposed to be August twenty eighth for somebody. They're canceling it, and hmm. uh, you know it's going to end in fifteen days for them. So you know everybody's in an uproar, and you know it is that serious. You know, so wow. many people are upset that you know obviously this isn't a this is not a first time thing. So no. People, and let me uh, list some of the shows that have been canceled by, by Netflix. I've, by I've got a record. few at
0: first that first come to my mind. I mean, the Netflix Marvel shows that they did were fantastic. And they were notoriously finicky about giving them more than like two or three seasons. And now I think Disney, you know, now that they're on Disney Plus, there's probably, I mean, we already know that Marvel's bringing back Daredevil. They're mm-hmm. probably going to bring back more than just that. I, so I, I think Netflix may ultimately made a mistake with that. And letting it go back into the Disney umbrella, they're going to regret that severely, I mm-hmm.
1: think. And I personally hasn't haven't seen most of these new shows that people are talking about that have been canceled because I didn't. i didn't have Netflix for a long period of time because yeah. of you know the poor quality of stuff going on, and only got it back so I could you know catch up on some other shows. But yeah, some other like shows that have been Better canceled, Fall, by, Breaking Bad
0: yeah, kind of yeah,
1: exactly. Some other shows have been canceled by Netflix. Uh, show called I Am Not Okay With This from the producers of Stranger Things and the director of uh, The End of the Effing World.
0: I'm not familiar Uh, with that.
1: I'm not either. So, I mean, these are just some that are on the list of, uh, you know, uh, things that have been canceled. One called Everything Sucks. I think uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. Uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters and Gypsy. Hmm. So these I'm okay. unfamiliar with, but, you know, yeah. obviously it is a big problem. I'm not sure how high on uh, those other shows everybody is. But they like this one enough to be like, you know, enough is enough. You know, this one was actually good. We were waiting for another season. And, you know, you guys yeah. have been doing this with multiple shows. So end it. Yeah. You know just get rid of Netflix. They're going to keep doing this to everybody that, you know, gets into a new show that they add. And, I, get, uh, I could
0: support that. I mean, honestly, yeah. Drew, like we talked about, there's only a few things – that I can say I, I watch on Netflix, uh, you know, and it wasn't anything that they've, they've notoriously canceled. You know, I, I watched a few of their, like, originals that they did, you know, back in the day, like The House of Cards and, and some of those other shows. I, I'm not I'm not a Stranger Things fan. I'm, I don't know if that's sacrilege to say. I, I've never... I think I've watched one episode and it wasn't for me. So, um, you know, I don't necessarily... I don't necessarily... Uh, I don't necessarily need it necessarily because yeah I, I i did watch a few i did watch a few episodes i think i've watched like the first season or, or two of that show of, of 13 reasons why and yeah I, it is it just got oh gosh Boom. not my favorite it just got <laughs> it got to be so melodramatic it just got on my damn nerves and i'm i don't <laughs> i don't take say that you know lightly just because it's just, you know, there's no way that it's believable that the same high school would have all this tragedy going on. It, it just got to be so far-fetched for me. But anyway, so I, I'm not necessarily, I don't watch a lot of the original content like I used to on Netflix. So the biggest thing that if I'm going to watch anything, you know, they used to have friends in, back in the day. That's gone. They used to have The Office. That's not on there anymore. The Basically, the best things they have on there are stuff that you've already seen, You've got Seinfeld. You've got the Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul series, both on there. They've got a few things that uh, you know I'll, I'll watch every now and again, like some movies and everything like that. But I have not been really impressed with with a lot of their original series in a long time, and so I could I could support that, especially with all the content that's over on Disney Plus. If if there's an odd man out for streaming services right now, it feels like Netflix
1: and netflix has been that way dude and i'm telling you as soon as i'm done catching up on what i'm watching i'm gonna be done with netflix again yeah you know so i'm not gonna need it anymore and you know if if this one show and this disruption can get this trend and this uproar from people going and people constantly tweeting about it all day then you know you know it's been on their minds for a while
0: yeah what Um, do you think about this peacock is the best right now according to ICO 517.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, people are probably saying that because it's the only place you can watch The Office and people love The Office.
0: Yeah, that's uh, true. You get the
1: first season for free, but I think you have to subscribe for the rest of it. But you know, I haven't explored deep into Peacock. I only went to the Peacock app to watch The Office. Yeah. I, I finally,
0: up, I finally upgraded mine. So I've got access to everything that is on there now without commercial. And so I'm going to finally, I think I'm going to start. I've been told by a lot of people that, Yellowstone is worth a watch. so that, mom that might loves be,
1: Yellowstone.
0: Yeah, that might be something that I, I get to watch. Uh, Two and a Half Men is on there. Everybody loves Raymond. I know there's some other uh, NBC shows that from back in the day that are on there as well. So it could be interesting. I I think – I mean I just – I put on like Hulu or something like that and, and just put on some mindless nonsense just to have some noise every now and again. But if I'm going to watch something – I normally find myself going to Disney or HBO Max more so than anything. For at least for right now, I'm probably gonna give Peacock another chance, though, and and see what I want to start watching on there.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give it a chance too. Um, I'll take I'll take a look at it and see what other things I got besides The Office. But The Office uh, is good. Office mm-hmm. is good, so I can check that out on Peacock. But yeah, uh, that's what uh, that's what was on my mind today. I noticed so, that and that uproar there. Netflix cancel netflix you hmm. know it's you know like i said as soon as i'm done watching my shows i'll be canceling my netflix so i'm right yeah. there with them i didn't tweet it but uh, i'm right here shouting it with you guys hashtag cancel netflix if
0: if uh, if, if gotta... there's if my mom ever asks what we don't watch the most I'm i'm gonna say probably netflix so <laughs>
1: My mom will probably get a subscription herself. I'll borrow hers, but I'm not paying yeah. for it myself. Anymore. No, I get yeah. you. Yeah. I get you. That's how it's going to go down. But that right. awesome. is what's on Drew's mind today. Canceling um, Netflix. I'm not know if Hashtag cancel Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Next up on tap, talking some WNBA. Uh, this is this is primarily a BJ swing, but I will have a take or two in here along the way. But looking at BJ's uh, end of season awards, I'm holding mine yeah. off because there's about five six games left for everybody, and I'm making some official awards ballot picks. Yeah, and I'm not there yet, so uh, mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta wait, and, and I'll drop that on the the debut of season three for you guys. Sounds like a plan. uh, But BJ can do his today for you guys, and we
0: got. I will. I will. I just want to say before we get this started, isn't it funny how last week I was like, "Yeah, I don't have the wings making the playoffs," and then they keep go out and get two big time wins. They go and beat the Dream. They were close in, in beating the Mystics, or well, they weren't actually. They were pretty close for a while, but the Mystics pulled away. And then all of a sudden they, they go and they're like, yeah, we'll go beat the sp- Sky in Chicago <laughs> and put ourselves in the sixth spot. So, oh. you know, I, I if I need to criticize the Wings more for them to be successful and make a playoffs, I will. But what did I tell you, Drew, last week about the Liberty who have creeped in? They're pretty close to knocking out the sparks in this game that's going on live currently as of recording time. Still a lot of time left, and it's a one-point game. Well, New York Steve. Liberty was, was who I, I picked last week to – get in as one of those final three spots and I think they might. I think the way they've been playing as of late, they are playing really well. But I know you're more concerned about my picks. We'll get in into the, the rest of that award.
1: stuff though. Uh, we, we will dabble into a little bit of that because there okay. are some concerns with the bottom of that uh pool there for those yeah. last few spots we gotta discuss. But yes, those right. WNBA awards uh mm-hmm. let's 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 go from let's start on the uh administrative side of things okay. executive of the year who you got with that uh, executive of the year award?
0: you know this one still has not changed for me drew i think we talked about it before the season they've got the best record in the wnba still so you know i'm going with james wade from the chicago sky being Boom. the executive of the year book it i, I think that's pretty easy take there uh, you know you can make an argument that you know the um uh, we could have a repeat with the oh what's his face face from Vegas and you've got to remind me I Pat over boy.
1: he's in uh Atlanta now though.
0: Oh, that's right. Duh. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But all good. Uh, yeah. So but I, I think when you look at the uh the talent level that, that Chicago's had and, and been at the top pretty much all season long in the W standings, you know, I think James Wade is probably gonna win it and I don't feel like that's a bad vote. I'm, I'm sure that's probably who you've got, to. If I if I know you well enough, I, I think you're going with James Wade here, too. But we'll find out in Season 3. That's premiere, right. I so. ain't telling you right now. <laughs> all right. Coach of the Year, Drew. This one also hasn't changed for me. I, I'm, I'm still going with Year 1 of Becky Hammond out in Vegas, not too far behind Chicago. She's been my pick all year long. I've been impressed with what I've seen from the Aces and I still think they are going to be the team to beat, I think. That's not, not okay, going to be, okay, not gonna give too much away. Not going to give too much away because we're going to nah, do you our, heard it our here playoff on the prediction. Down.
1: You heard it here on the lowdown. BJ said the Aces are the team to beat that in mean, the I probably, WNBA.
0: I, I probably just jinxed them, but we'll talk more about that when we get to the, NBA, the WNBA playoff I should have made you
1: big screen just in case they no. go out in the first <laughs> round. You, you're, just, yeah.
0: you're just trying to get some – you know, more clips that you can embarrass me in the season three finale with, I guess. Right.
1: You're reading my mind, BJ. <laughs> All
0: right, where do you want to go from here, Drew?
1: Oh, you said executive of the year, coach of the year. Let's go mm-hmm. some sixth player of the year.
0: Okay, I think this one has changed, Drew. Mm. I've got Breonna Jones. I think when you look at what she has contributed to that team, it's it's a clear and easy pick for me. It's a good call. It's a good call yeah. there.
1: Okay. How about some most improved player?
0: Now, this one I don't think has changed since the midseason. When you look at what Jackie Young has done, I don't think there's anybody really close to being in contention for it this year. I think it's Jackie Young's to lose, but
1: I don't think she's going to. Ooh, okay. How about some uh, rookie of the year?
0: Now, this one I know has changed. And it's because of how tough the, the schedule has been and, and the injuries that Atlanta's had. I don't have Ryan Howard anymore, Drew.
1: Oh, word. Oh, I no, don't. hold up. I don't. Hold, hold the phone. Say that again.
0: I don't have Ryan Howard. Don't have Ryan for of the
1: Rookie of the Year.
0: No. Shakira Austin is who I'm going with. Oh! When you talk about the defense that Shakira Austin plays and, and how well-rounded she has been, and con- contributing to that Mystics team, I think she's the rookie of the year, Drew. And I'm, I don't care if this is put in big screen. I'm confident that if, if you look, you know, if you look at the stats and you look at her defensive numbers, I think you'll agree that she should be the defen- the not ju- not the defensive player of the year, but the rookie of the year, almost. Flub that up because you put me in big screen. I got little, <laughs> little, little nervous there, man. I don't like seeing my mug in, in 8K or whatever. <laughs> 8K. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, they call it 8K. Oh man. No, that's okay. Okay. But hey, okay. I think that's a good vote. I might be influencing Drew with some of the way he votes here.
1: Hey, man, this is this is some good stuff. This is some good content. Um, yes. Yeah, let's see. All right, we've gone executive exit. Executive <laughs> of the Year, Coach of the Year, Sixth Player, Most Improved, Rookie of the Year. Now it's time for some Defensive Player of the Year, Mr. BJ. All
0: right, I know this one hasn't changed since the midseason. Brandon Stewart, Stewie, still my pick for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. I think the only other player that you can make the argument for is Candace Parker, but I, I think it's just going to be... I don't know. I mean, it... I, I could very easily see it going other, either way, but I think you take into you know, consideration how Seattle has been without Stewie on the court and how much better they've been with their defense when she's on the court. I think she's the defensive player of the year, true.
1: Okay. And I believe this is the last one. Hopefully I'm not missing yes. an award. Yeah. I swear, goodness, if I am. Uh, MVP, ladies and gentlemen. What you got, Mr. B.J.?
0: All right, this one hasn't changed. This has been my pick since before the season, and she's kept playing at an MVP level. I don't know if she's going to win, but I've still got Asia Wilson. I mean,
1: okay, now, recent Player of the Month in WNBA.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you talk about how the MVP is usually voted on, it's usually the best player on the best team, and so that that might you know there might be some arguments with with that this year. Uh, obviously, we've had Chicago, you know take over the number one spot for greater part of, of the last few weeks and and uh, and maybe even the last month they've been in, in first place Drew. You might have to correct me, but the best team in my opinion this year, even before you know the past month has been Vegas. And and I've got Asia. I think she's been the most valuable player, whether you look at the best player on the best team or not. It's, it's a very close race between her and Stewie. And I, I very easily could have gone Stewie MVP and Candace Parker, defensive player of the year, but I didn't. I'd like to take some credit for what I said before the season and at the midseason so that if if it does come to fruition, I'd actually look like a genius. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's my vote. Maybe it shouldn't uh, be, but that's my vote.
1: We'll let it count. We'll let it count. Well, that, that is uh, your end-of-season awards for the WNBA yeah. from Mr. B.J., um, BJ, let's go ahead and take a look at the standings here at the bottom a bit. You already mentioned the Dallas Wings and, you know, I mean, even me, they're surprising me too, but yeah. what's more surprising I, than what, uh, Dallas has been able to kind of maintain and play a little bit better is the tremendous drop off lately from the Sparks and the Dream, both on four game losing streaks and, uh, you know, Sparks yeah. and Liberty are in a close contest right now. Dream look like game. they're going to break that four game losing streak it is a lot closer than earlier though a 10 point game with six minutes left currently but wow. um both teams trying to break a losing streak you know a five game losing streak you might as well kind of you know right off your season yeah. maybe at that with, point
0: with five games left yeah
1: yeah so and you know i don't know how many more it's going to take for dallas to win to clinch but uh, the sixth spot is the next spot that's going to be clinching because all five up top have already clinched a playoff spot. It's just the rest yeah. of this bunch down here fighting. But mm-hmm. uh, BJ, you didn't mention also. You think the Liberty are going to be able to do it as well? Uh, do you think all your picks are going to hold for teams that are going to make it into the playoffs, or has it changed for
0: you? Well, considering last week I was basically crapping on the Wings and they finally got things figured out and turned <clears throat> it around with a couple wins. I mean. I don't want to be wrong and, and have hope that the wings are going to do it. I want the wings to do it for sure. But again, you know, I mean, I think I had uh, Atlanta and Phoenix and New York as, uh, as my three teams and, you know, Ooh. Dallas getting a big win at Atlanta certainly helped with keeping Atlanta out of it. Uh, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of people, you and I included didn't have Atlanta even really being this close this late in the season to a playoff spot. So if, if this is it for the dream in, in, in year one of, of, Ryan Howard, it just, it's, it shows you, they've got, you know, a lot of you know room that they're going to continue to grow here in the next few years. I'm going to change it. I'm going to go Dallas oh. six, New York seven. And I think I'm going to give Phoenix the eight spot. I think it will see it a little bit, you know, they're, they're separated by half game LA and Atlanta are right there too. I think I have the most confidence out of any team in New York right now, just because of how much Sabrina's been balling out. And I don't know; something tells me Phoenix Skylar Diggins Smith. I think she balls her way into getting that last spot.
1: Man, that's what I'm going to go with, BJ.
0: Yeah, a lot can change in a week. I mean, we saw that just with the last two Wings games. So,
1: yeah, very true. And, you know, you mentioned Sabrina. I'm trying to – let me go see if I can find that little stat that she had earlier. She's She set a, a record along with Candace Parker. There it is. Shout-out ESPN. Sabrina joined Candice Parker. Candice Parker, Candace Parker did this in 2016. As the only players with 500 points, 200 rebounds, and 150 assists in a season in WNBA history. I mean, so. she
0: got 14-8-6 right now. Make it 15-8-6 in a tie game. I mean, that just shows you she – you know – she could be, you know, with, with a little bit more minutes, she could be closing in on another triple double.
1: Big time. And and BJ, the Mercury are also on a losing streak, loss back to back. So they mm-hmm. could be teetering. Uh, you did have them in the eighth spot, so they might teeter yeah, it's, a little it's, bit, it's but hold be close. Who knows? Yeah. It's gonna be literally down to the wire. I mean, uh, even Minnesota's
0: those... only one game back of seven right now. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, Minnesota, yeah, they could be the seventh seed, you know by the time this episode comes out <laughs> so <who laughs> they knows? gotta play the
0: storm uh here i think in an hour or two and that will uh, be yeah. a tough game in seattle so but we'll, we'll, see. we'll
1: see yeah we shall see um they're one of the better teams in this bottom pool of seven to eleven that are on the road six and nine record on the road uh tied with the atlanta dream uh, mm-hmm. so they could they could do it uh seattle only good at home so or only a winning record at home, 12-4 at home, 7-8 on the road. So they probably will hold it down, to be honest, and Minnesota might take a L. No. But if it, it's if Minnesota gets to win, that's huge for them. But, yeah, that playoff race at the bottom yeah. is going to come down to the last second. And uh, it's just interesting that Liberty really kind of in the same position they were last year fighting for a bottom playoff spot. And, like, you know, just kind of think about the question of was it a waste to fire walt hopkins because they're really about in the same place or or do you kind of lean towards the it was because bet nagelaney was injured Uh, i think
0: injuries really did hurt them last year more so than 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 they let on with in in firing walt hopkins i mean you know they've been playing well recently but they weren't to start the year, and and then sabrina really got started balling again and and that's why they've been doing better so i don't know if that would have been too much different you know, if Walt Hopkins was, was still their coach, you know, we, yeah. we talked about that in the offseason. If that, that was surprising, and it definitely was.
1: And I did, and actually, BJ, when we look when we went back and looked for that clip, we got the wrong one. There's another clip where we actually where you actually say that you believe Sandy yeah. is going to.
0: Oh you know, yeah, I had I had that. Idiot. That's on our Instagram. I I thought you were because what you told me to look for was what I found, and that so that was different the wrong that we were talking one, about. My bad. That's okay. okay, but I found okay we, got, we got there. both. We got both yeah, on Instagram. So That's right. That's right. And speaking of clips, Drew, before we get to our last uh, segment of the episode, I did have one more clip that I uh, teased earlier in the episode. So, Drew, I wonder if you remember oh, episode 23, by chance. Do geez, you remember? twenty three? Yeah. So we were oh, talking God. at oh, that God. point about uh, some playoff teams in the NBA and kind of, you know, the shifting of gears. And we talked about this was just before the New York city vaccine mandate was lifted. That would allow okay. Kyrie Irving to come February. back and, and, and play. So, yeah, so this is uh, this was just one that I found that I thought you might be interested in talking about the nets and who they might be able to uh, pass in the race in, in the Eastern conference before they had, you know, who, who, who would they pass uh, if they were getting the playoffs as opposed to the Thanks play-in tournament. To
1: me. BJ, I'm going to say yes, because, okay. and, and I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics, because they have the 10th hardest schedule going into mm-hmm. this, this last stretch of the season, and then the Nets are going to get healthier. So mm-hmm. Nets get healthier, Nets go back up into a top six position. Mm-hmm. That automatically puts the Celtics in the play-in tournament. I think that is something very, very realistic for them. And also, you know, they're right neck and neck with Toronto, and Toronto's playing good ball. So, you mean, you know, that could flip either way, you know, whether the Nets jump or not. You know, it could be a total Mm. shuffle. You know, Nets and Celtics could flip. It could be, you know, Nets six, Raptors seven, Celtics eight, Mm. or, you know, maybe Hornets make a jump. They're not far behind either. So, Um, But I I think the Celtics will fall into the play-in tournament because of their degree of difficulty here in the back end of the the schedule here.
0: So uh, the Eastern Conference champions going to fall into the play-in tournament, the number two seed in the East. You want to talk about that one, buddy?
1: Um. I just want to say that I've been bullied today. He didn't. (laughs) He didn't pick anything bad that he said, and decided to just slander me today. No, no, no. Okay, I'll remember this.
0: Look, I, I want to make a BJ
1: compilation now, just so you know. Pause.
0: I wanted to pull the clip that I said I was going to the final four. I was going oh. to embarrass myself too. I did not have that. You got me we, twice in the We don't okay. have video of that. We didn't do this for for that one because that was an exclusive. The I need the one audio. You found. For that
1: one. You didn't have any other mess ups, BJ. You're perfect. I'm, I'm like... sure
0: I had a lot of mess ups, but we've already mm-hmm. embarrassed me a lot. I've I've got right. a I've, I've got a full compilation that's like seven minutes of of me messing oh, up, up NCAA it. conference tournament picks. Dang so it,
1: dude. Yeah, you missed the whole <laughs> bracket. Forget you oh 16 this uh I was... the... oh man I,
0: hey i could i could have pulled a clip of of me laughing at something funny you said during the fry talk we we got that one circulating what let me let me ask you before we we go into with it or quit it what's been your favorite what do you think has been the best or, or favorite thing about season two?
1: Oh, best favorite thing about season two yeah. Any, um, just anything
0: in particular stand out, or I would you know, probably we...
1: say the addition of the new segments. I think it's added a good yeah. new element to the show. I think so and, too. And uh, it's been some interesting and educational things to talk about. You know, not only just uh, you know, not anything just funny just all the time or whatever. Something yeah. you know, like today with uh, you know, heartwarming with the Vin Scully. You know, sometimes the goofiness with the national whatever day and the French mm-hmm. fries, and then it, something it's, that's really trending on you know social media and it's stuff. It's got so. so
0: many potentials. There, there's so many things that we could do. Yes, you can be stuff. like anything in those. Yeah. either one. And else. that's that's it's like the mystery flavor of the day. You never know what you're gonna get, but that's what makes it fun because it's a mystery until right. You know, we get to get to it. So, what about you? Ah. I mean, I don't want to cop out and say like everything's been my no. Um, no, I mean it's just having that consistency. of we week, week in, week out, you know, sometimes more than once a week, we've been coming in here and 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 you know doing a show for for many many weeks now. You I mean, we talked about, you know, we we've been doing this with the exception of the week that I miss. I think every week since September, Drew. Maybe maybe I'm I'm off a little bit on that. But I feel like we we started season two back up in September after a couple month layoff yeah. between season one and season two. Of, couple of months, about four or five, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, just getting to be consistent. You know, we 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 talked last year. Uh, we talked, uh, or well, we didn't talk last year, but we we talked about it uh, earlier this week. Just you know, we we got to call a game against each other, and so kind of Heck the little yeah. bit of trash talk that we got to do. You know, in that episode and just, you know, finding, you know, just random funny stuff like we'll we'll be talking about something and then you'll say something that it just gets me cracked up because like I found a clip where you're talking about James Harden being traded to the Sixers and you said something like he, he wanted to send a text to break up with the, the Nets instead of, you know, doing a call or something, just something stupid but funny or, or like something just in the moment, the spontaneity. I think it's been my favorite part here in season two, the consistency of where we've been doing this week in, week out. You never know what we're going to, you know, discover or, or something that we'll, we'll talk about and just kind of spur of the moment conversation. Like, I mean, I didn't, we didn't plan. I didn't plan to ask you this during the show until just a couple moments ago. And I think we, you know, I think we've had a, a fun time just reminiscing about uh, our favorite moments of season two. And we'll, we'll be sure to be, clipping some more of our funniest moments or, or favorite things about season two here in, in the upcoming week
1: and season two is when we joined
0: yeah that's right the basketball, basketball podcast, podcast network.
1: network yeah
0: so we, we so. got we got uh, brought onto a bigger network and and we're more than happy to be a part of that and oh yeah man. you know we, we we've, we've just tickled that we get to do a, a DraftKings read every week. We we're <laughs> we're so excited we got the Fanatic sponsorship now. Shout and even Fanatics. in even in season three, we might have some more uh, sponsors that we will get to to talk about at a future date. I know that there was something in the works network wide that we'll we'll be happy to share uh, more about when the time is right. So be on the lookout for that because it's it's exciting things coming in season three. We're gonna add some new stuff to the show.
1: Dude, I mean we could man, we could honestly talk a lot about season two, man. Like uh yeah. one thing that always sticks in, in my mind from uh from season two is the one time that uh we had the all with it's on with it or quit it from me. And it's only yeah. happened the one time. The one it's only time happened had
0: the one time. Sixty episodes. If 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 you find like, that that's a that's a historic one until until there's another one.
1: Ooh, BJ, do you remember which episode we began I, with it or quit it?
0: I thought it was back in episode one. I, think I, don't, we think were we, doing I don't think we started.
1: One. I don't think we started with number one. I we think we it definitely was like started in season three. one. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah.
0: Was it Josh Eberle the first season? Is that yeah, the first time we did it?
1: I believe so. I believe so because I, I know I, the first first one we had a bajillion guests, and. Yeah. Uh, there's just long episodes. We hadn't come up with it yet. I think we definitely missed at least one episode. I want to say two. But uh, yeah, with it or quit it, you know, 50 plus episodes, though. Yeah. 55 plus with it quit it, And only one was all with it. And yeah, I mean, the... zero all quit it.
0: Yeah, that is very true.
1: That's crazy to think about,
0: too. That's very crazy. I, it means like we got to step up in season three and give some just ridiculous takes that we have to say quit it to all of them. And
1: that's that's including the guests too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Speaking of with it or quit it, Drew, are you ready for five more? The last five of season two,
1: the last five with it or quit it questions of season two. I am. I am. am. I'm ready. Okay.
0: We might have to do four. I don't know if I, I don't know. Well, I'm, we'll see what comes to me spot in 80, but I thought I had a fifth one written down and I guess it didn't type or something. So oh. I've got four here, but I will come up with a fifth one. Don't you that. worry. So, all right, Drew, are you ready? Uh,
1: I'm ready. next one, five.
0: All right. So starting off with number one, in just a couple weeks, Drew, we'll be back with season three, but we'll also have to say goodbye to better call Saul. There are only two episodes left <sighs> yeah. in the show's run. Now, Drew, the the question here is, the ending of Better Call Saul will exceed that of the Breaking Bad ending. Are you with it, or are you going to quit it?
1: Um, I'm going to be with it, even though I didn't see the most recent episode, unfortunately, yet. Um... Because, I mean, you've only got three, these last three, to really nail it. And, I mean, you've seen the recent one, and I think it's probably still on track with being pretty good. And they just gotta hit it home two more times. And I think they're yeah. just gonna I think they're gonna kill it. And the ratings are just gonna be through the roof. You know, everybody's gonna get the Emmys. And, yeah, I think it'll be better. I, I wasn't I wasn't completely satisfied with the ending of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, it wasn't bad either. But I think
0: Better than Game of Thrones, right? I think, yeah. I think <laughs> Better
1: Call Saul is going to be a better ending, yeah, with it.
0: All right, Drew. So we're off to a one-for-one one start on one. with it or quit it. Okay. Number two. I don't know if you saw this news earlier today, but uh, Paige Becker is the star UConn oh, women's yeah. basketball player, uh, tore her ACL That's on Monday after practice. So
1: Playing pick-up.
0: Yeah, in the offseason. You never know what's going to happen, just those freak injuries. But So the question is, without Paige Beckers, she's going to be out for the whole season, Drew. You saw what the UConn women's team was without her last year. Not only do they not win on a national level, the question is do they even win the Big East without Paige Beckers? I'm saying in this take that you have to agree or disagree with that they won't
1: with it or quit it i think i'm gonna quit it oh
0: okay
1: i think they've they've got enough talent to probably still win that out
0: there all right
1: um fudd but is still was, out there right what's up? As, as he az fudd is still out there i believe i think so yeah and uh yeah i mean i think they uh they've got a chance chance yeah so I'm and i mean quit. you know
0: the big east, big east has always you know not quite been on yukon's level but they have taken some losses it's not like when yukon was in the american where they never lost a conference game for like right. six or seven years that they yeah. were there so it'll be interesting i thought we might get acquitted on that one i so thought you were gonna I,
1: say the national championship i was ready to be like oh, no i ain't winning it no. <laughs>
0: No. Okay. No. All right. All right. All right. Number three. So, you talked about it. Watermelon, for whatever reason, today's National Watermelon Day. Yes. I saw that, and I thought about asking about that, and I said, no, I'm not going to. So, Drew, you like fruit salad, right? No. You don't like fruit salad? No. You like the... Like a cup of fruit or whatever that uh, I mean,
1: you, know, not you really. could
0: get. Not really? You're not a big fruit guy?
1: I mean, like, I'll dabble in some fruits, but I won't get, like, a couple of fruits. So, I like, I'll eat some, you know, I'll, I'm will i down with an apple, you know, uh, pineapples, things like that. But, like, I don't want to sit there and eat a cup of fruit, really. No, I'm not really okay. that guy.
0: Well, I'm glad you said pineapple because mm. I said pineapple, the best fruit in a fruit salad. With it or quit it.
1: I'm just gonna go with yes because it's. <laughs> You're really, like pineapple. Pineapples are good, with it. Yeah. Boom. Just no. As never, I don't as even a... think
0: I've ever had a,
1: like, what a true fruit salad.
0: Yeah. So. Just some oranges, apples, pineapple. Yeah. I, I think you've got some people mixing watermelon. I I don't think I would, but peaches. I'm not a watermelon. Peaches. Some by some pears maybe.
1: Not really a watermelon guy. Truly watermelon flavoring, yes, but like the watermelon okay. fruit itself, not. Really? I don't
0: mind watermelon. Uh, so, it, anyway, all right. Oh, and no, I don't know about up. that. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't no, think no, no, so. No, 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 no. 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 We're, no, we're not. Relax. We're not slandering. That's slander, man.
1: We don't. We don't put that beautiful fruit on pizza.
0: <laughs> Seems like a waste of the pizza and the fruit if you put that's, the two. that's stuff together. that'll get you
1: banned, Cam. <laughs> all
0: right, Drew number four. So today is Tom Brady's 45th birthday. I don't know if you knew that,
1: Drew. Yeah, we're both Leos. All
0: right. Leo gang. We'll be celebrating Drew's birthday when we get to season three in here. So anyway, the question is, Drew, there's been a lot of talk of unfinished business for Tom Brady, why he came back in, uh, you know, as opposed to, yeah, he, he was going to retire supposedly, even though he said many times he wanted to play until he was, 45 or whatever now he's 45 and he's you know set to play this year my question is drew age 45 tom brady he will not win his eighth super bowl ring this year does he retire again without a super bowl with it or quit it with it with it
1: definitely he's not gonna win it and yeah, he's gonna retire again, and he's gonna give us the tenth episode and some more of Man in the Arena because I was waiting on that, and then he hadn't retired. I was mad.
0: Well, I think they were still planning on uh, doing that even if he hadn't retired. I just, I think he wanted no. More yeah, time. they are
1: gonna do it. It's just gonna be until after he retires again.
0: Oh, okay. So. so he's gonna reevaluate everything again. Yeah, already. it's waiting. Okay.
1: And I imagine there's, it's going to be extended, and that won't be the last episode now because he's got way more Buck stuff to talk about, especially yeah. if he wins a championship. Like it's probably well, He did like, He oh,
0: did a couple of years ago, but I'm, if he unless he wins it again. No, yeah, then, I meant again. Yeah, because they would have to do an 11th because that would be his 11th appearance, wouldn't it? Uh,
1: they'd probably extend it to like 12 episodes, to be yeah, honest. Problem.
0: A little 12, 13 maybe.
1: Plenty of content to do it with. Plenty of
0: content. They need content on ESPN+. Plus. They can't rely on all those... Southland Conference basketball games. (laughs) Anyway. All right, Drew. Number five. Number five. So you like Taco Bell, right?
1: Yo quiero. Yo quiero.
0: All right. So I'm going to say that Taco Bell's burritos are better than their tacos. With it or quit it?
1: Oh, man. That's – as far as consistency, oh, man, you got to – <laughs> Golly. Let me think back to my commerce days where I was at a good, <laughs> was at a good Taco Bell. Yeah, um, I was
0: gonna say it's 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 tough. I mean, even the one I don't here know. is no. They no made
1: pretty thing. pretty primo tacos, pretty consistently good tacos. Not like soggy at the bottom, you know, split apart when you open it up to put your hot sauce in. Uh, nice mm-hmm. and fresh, good lettuce, fresh lettuce. I mean, it was pretty. Agnostic. I think that's more
0: the I think Man, that's I more know. the exception, not the rule for though.
1: I don't know, man. That's that's tough. Uh add, add a, a good Taco Bell. Good. Man. Uh, Jesus. Can I play the fifth? Um, no. <laughs> let me. Uh, that would be a
0: first for with it or quit it history is not let answering me... a question.
1: Let me go. Jeez. Let me just go burritos, man, I guess. No, no. That's, that's so disrespectful because <laughs> I love Taco Bell so much. I have to picked a place that has taco with the name in it or uh, like it's not really as good as i say it is if i'd say no so i'm gonna go with the tacos so,
0: so you're gonna I say can, quit it
1: my back my boys the taco bell quit it okay quit it.
0: all right well hey that was a spur of the moment one and that might have been the best question that's, i asked yeah, that's here, that that
1: good yeah it's because i love taco bell so it's you had me going there like hmm what's better shoot <laughs> and the correct right, answer Drew, we all know is burrito. that's the last uh,
0: wither quit it here in season two
1: Yeah, that's crazy and
0: what cam's order there he never gets a taco or burrito he gets a chalupa and a ball blast
1: <laughs> i like that element right there baja blast um you know uh i'm not a chalupa guy I'm, I'm not really a fan of those things to be honest um i'm a uh a, a uh, goodness what's it called um cheesy to crunch that's that's that's, that's where we're good that. stuff man that's where it's at baby
0: that's where it's i haven't sad. had taco bell in so long i I'm, i don't know I, I i told you last week i don't think i said it on the pod after we got done talking about chicken fingers i went and got me dairy cream chicken fingers last yeah you week. showed me the picture i, I yeah. sent you i sent you that but yeah. i didn't say it on here so i don't know i'm, I'm hoping that history does not repeat itself and i'm, I'm gonna go and get me taco bell because I've been trying to so good on this diet. I've been drinking so much water and everything, trying to be healthy, trying to be good. So, don't go. don't make me go down the wrong path again.
1: <laughs> I always gotta dabble in a little bit of an addiction of Taco oh, Bell every now man. and then. I've already had it this week. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's that's actually
0: it for season two,
1: guys. Before we um, go,
0: want to talk about what's coming up in season three, or should we be on the lookout? For well, something else,
1: I think we should I think the the people should be on the lookout for a trailer, including some of the info coming with season three, but y'all already know some of it, you know Viza's best, and you know what's on Drew's mind will be you know a permanent installment you know going through in Every season week. three every week and uh you know we're gonna have a, a new overlay coming for next year we'll, we'll do some of that the lowdown live from the taco bell after the carl's jr run with the Curver, culver's ice cream <laughs> there you go i love what he does keep, that keep, funny, keeping dude. It
0: back keeping it back from last week's episode yes sir
1: keep being cam cam
0: careful. Nah, we
1: do need to try Culver's and Carl's Jr. Though I thought about going to see if it was over there today, but if it wasn't, and I was so far out of town, if it wasn't there, and I had to go somewhere else, I would have barely had any time for come, lunch. Come, like, ah, come,
0: swing through here and next time you're going to a Wings game. We'll go and get some. Uh, we we'll get a bite.
1: Come on, here we go. I'll do that.
0: That's a plan, and, man. Uh,
1: Heck yeah, sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, though, like I said, this is the end of season two and the end of this episode. Uh, Do make sure you follow us on social media, on that Twitter, on that Instagram, on that YouTube, on that TikTok, and... Follow us on Twitch. Guys, make sure you check out all those platforms. Give us a follow. We got some interesting content coming. New to TikTok, but getting our feet wet there. We're, We're definitely active on our other platforms as well. Got some clips coming in the meantime between now and season three and continuing on, of course. And, you know our Instagram rolling and Twitter rolling still. And don't forget about that merch, you know, T public always rolling through with sales all the time, up to 35% off. Get you one of those pillows that BJ is showing off right there. Get you some t-shirts, some coffee mugs, whatever you want to try. Uh, Got a variety over there at T public. Um, So you can branch out and get a lot of different things. Low down tank tops, hoodies, you know, summer is coming up. Or pff, summer's coming up. Winter <laughs> is coming up eventually winter. in the midst of season fall. three. So go ahead and winter and fall. You know what I mean, BJ. <laughs> You're gonna need hoodies and crew necks. So get them with the lowdown printed on your chest, the icon. Up in this corner, put that right there. Boom! You got a low down T-shirt right there. Go ahead and get yourself hooked up. And as well, uh, Fanatics having sales all the time. Shipping sixty-five um, percent off. You know, on some items throughout the store. You know, we just posted the other day about you know for our wrestling fans, Roman Reigns won uh, against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So you guys can go get that champion or uh, that victory Roman Reigns T-shirt merch on on uh, Fanatics. We got the link for you over on our Twitter page. Uh, make sure NFL you go jerseys that.
0: coming up, seasons coming up. Get you yes, get, you new get your new players and new destinations, some yes. new jerseys
1: get you get your dallas cowboys merch your big Dak prescott fans if you like some cd Lamb, get that as well mlb rangers Cap martin perez you can get his jersey if you yeah. want to okay. and uh get some stars merch you know uh don't forget about those guys out there as well plenty of things well, whatever you, shop, you want right when you shop with fanatics and that wnba merch as Absolutely. well yeah. ladies and gentlemen but uh Yes, make sure you guys follow us on all that, subscribe on YouTube, follow on the, all those other social platforms as well. We're we're out there staying connected with you guys, but we will we'll very much enjoy uh, our little bit of time off that we have, and uh, hopefully we'll come back with some super cool news to share with you guys as well. Uh, if you follow us on social media, you might see it uh, ahead of time, so uh, be on the lookout for some cool news as well. And uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of cool things coming in in season three. It's going to be really awesome. It's going to be our best season yet. Going to really going to really take off. And uh, uh, just as a reminder for those out there, if you have not before, uh, make sure uh, we would appreciate it greatly if you could rate and review the podcast on your platforms you know i don't know only spotify and apple have the the ratings and apple only has the reviews i believe so uh if you are an apple and spotify user which the majority of people are uh please drop that rating and review and uh you can definitely fe- uh, be featured on our instagram uh at some point as well once you uh, once you do that but we appreciate that uh, we want to get uh want to help ourselves get noticed on, on the platforms for podcasts in, in the sports category and basketball. So that's how you do it. Those, those added ratings and those, those reviews from you guys help us out a ton. Uh, you know, Absolutely. as well as the general support, we just, we like to see y'all in that merch. Stuff. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. Um, anything else, Mr. BJ to close out for uh, season two, any parting words?
0: Hey, just live life to the fullest and be on the lookout. Cause it won't be too much longer before season three comes back with a bang to do my best Mike Breen impression.
1: Yes, sir. A lot of things in store, but we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Shout out to everybody that came in the chat. And uh, we will see you guys in season three. Enjoy some of the throwback episodes. In the meantime, while we're away for a week before we come back, plenty of good content from back then and some other season two stuff you missed. And if you're not a subscriber, you'll want to do that and check out those bonus episodes phenomenal guests, but in the meantime signing off for season two ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next time peace